2: Anything to
3: shake this moment But my me drinking
2: Back at it again with another episode of the Shades of Blue Soccer Show. It is Thursday night. We've had some sporting news this week. World Cup is in full swing here. I guess it's not, but Fever is in world swing. In spite of, of all of the uh, problematic issues going on, we've already seen some issues arise with Grant Wall and things like that. We'll get to all of that later. But we're going to talk about the Sporting KC roster moves first. I've got Robert, David, and Thad here. Robert, why don't you read us some read us the like basic highlights of the off-season moves for Sporting KC. All
0: right, on the bluetestera.com, uh options declined, Izzy and uh Kave Red. Zuzi's as well, but he's being negotiated with, so that's uh Back line issues for sure options triggered cam Duke will be back Courtney Ford Kendall McIntosh as well And then new contracts for Felipe Hernandez Kyrie Shelton and Tim Milia. And then as I said before we are negotiating with Zuzi as well as Fontas and Espinosa
2: Felipe got that was today wasn't it or, right didn't he just sign that today or maybe yesterday That's good <laughs> uh okay so uh, where should we start with this? I mean, I guess we have to start with Kyrie Shelton, right That's the big one that, that is the 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 surprise for everyone. three years and an and an option for the year after yeah, all right.
0: three <laughs> years I mean, I think that's the issue we all have, right? We're wondering okay what's what exactly is going on with that. thad try to explain that to us, would you?
1: yeah, he's a valuable piece of the team, man. <laughs> Okay, okay. So does, does it need more
0: explanation? Come there on. is an argument to At that, the back but what is that valuable piece, Thad, you think that is three
3: years worthy? He plays the best music in the locker room. <laughs>
1: uh, I know we were talking about somebody earlier being a glue guy. He is one of those kind of guys, great guy in the locker room, works his butt off, does all that stuff. I've been a big supporter of Kyrie in the past. Uh, I will say this is is his worst year that I've ever seen him have. Probably probably is his worst year ever since U10. Um, So, yeah, it was a little bit of a surprise. I think most of us thought he would be not re-signed, uh, let, let go. And I actually think it would have been good for him to go to somewhere else, a fresh start kind of thing. But with all that said, Kyrie is one of those guys, if he's had a bad year, maybe he's... Peter seeing that next year is he's gonna rebound. I mean, he stuck through E when he had a couple of bad years there, and E came you know. back and scored pretty well last year. So,
3: okay, but but the underlying numbers for E were all were still good, even when he wasn't performing. Like his his critical wait wait, wait,
1: wait, 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 wait. That, if that you're, if make... you're thinking Kyrie is going to be a goal scorer, he's never going to be the goal scorer. So he's never going to have those underlying numbers.
3: Sure, but, but that was the justification for sticking by Daniel, which was that like what made Daniel have a bad year was that he couldn't put the ball in the net, but his XG was great. He just wasn't finishing. Kyrie can't score, can't assist, isn't great in the air. What's he good at? <laughs> well, I mean, okay. Yeah,
0: I think Peter does have a tendency to hang on to guys who are good soldiers for the team runs like a deer that. and he's strong i get that but yeah he's a he's a backup on the right wing left wing too that's a good depth piece you can count on and that's invaluable in some ways but you would think you could get somebody else to do a better job at those things
2: what what he does well is everything that peter remise wants he that's like, true right is that locker room guy he is a striker that will run back on defense, do all the amount of running every single time that is required. Presses well. And in theory, hopefully, there's two
1: nines that will be starting well ahead of him next year, at least one, yeah. and that we will primarily seem either on the wing or to close out games.
2: Which, of course, brings up the question of how much does a third-string striker slash possible winger make? After, so he was at, um, it was at 250000 last year, I believe is what he made, something like that. I think it was three fifty. dollars Maybe, okay. Um, and I, you know, I, there's, if he's brought back for less money than that and doesn't have to play <laughs> a whole lot, then you know what? Maybe he, maybe he does become useful yeah. at some point. And, and honestly, I look at this, I think Peter Vermees after his, uh, partial redemption season last year of the fire of Vermees everywhere. And then he, and then he brings the team back to the brink of the playoffs. Didn't quite make it, but we had fun there at the end of the season. It was a season of redemption for him. He, he beat his haters. And I think he is bringing back Kyrie to just rub, rub it in. He's like, look what I can do. I will, he's going to take a victory lap when Kyrie scores a winner in an open cup game next year.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, uh, all the explanation we've given still doesn't justify three years plus an option.
2: Yeah. That's just so wild. Yeah. That, Jaw dropping.
1: I don't even think any Kyrie supporters are su- su- saying three years is great. I, I, I thought if he came back, it'd be a
3: one in one. Right. But also like, you, for- you know what Kyrie is. So Cody, to your point, about the money, right? Like, let's say he's making 150, which is not
2: three years. a lot of money. 150, bring it back for three years. I'm well, fine. hold
3: on though. If the idea is that 150 is cheap and so there's some value in that, why Kyrie is a below replacement level player at his position. Why would you not take a flyer on somebody like Wilson Harris for the same or less money who's a prospect who may bag goals, you know what Kyrie is. He's a, you already know what he is as a commodity. If we're just taking flyers on dudes because they're out there for vibes and to you know, press at the, for the last 10 minutes of a game, why couldn't we have paid $110,000 for somebody else? Well $150,000? Think... Or, or there's free agents on the market who are proven commodities in MLS. Why don't we go after one of them? Why not at least try? And then if you need to bring Kyrie back, because I guarantee you nobody would have signed him.
2: Well, yeah. So you said we know what we get for Kyrie. And then why don't we get a prospect for about the same price? I understand that. And I, I also agree with you. I would rather do that. But I think the argument for Kyrie there is just what you said. Like they know what they're going to get. Exactly. They know that that player will do that in the final Fifteen minutes, or if they need him to play real games, then he can do it. Then it's they know what they are going to get. I do agree with you. I would rather have some shiny new prospect that has has potential, but uh, you know that's the argument against yeah. for sure.
0: And I know, David, you're just using Wilson Harris as an example. I mean, obviously, with him, he may not have wanted to be here. He may wanted to go elsewhere and look because he didn't think he had a chance. So right, yeah. But
3: but if we're getting that deep into the roster, you already have problems, right? So if, if we go into the season thinking, Alan Polito and Willie Agata are strikers one and two, and we get to a spot where Kyrie needs to play, we got problems already. And me personally, I would rather take a flyer on somebody from, let's say, MLS Next Pro or the USL Championship or to pick another name, even though, and this isn't that this person will come or anything, but like a Tyler Pasher, where you're like, okay, this kid is tearing it up in the quote-unquote minors. Let's see if he's got it in MLS. I'd at least rather try it than trot out a guy that we know can't can't compete at this level,
1: okay. So I mean, I again, I, I have to preface this with. I was in the boat of let him go find job elsewhere, but I am now in the boat of I'm going to try to defend all of this. so that's that's where I'm coming from, All right. You still have to look back to they had really good years with Kyrie Shelton as a nine, even though he didn't score goals. He did all those things. So we know he can do those things, okay? The, all those little things that that Peter always talked up, right? Uh, all the I I mean, I, I never thought he was the best at ball holding up the ball or any of that stuff, but it was the tracking back and pulling defenders out of position that was a lot more of his strength. He's never going to be a great goal scorer. He's not been a good goal scorer since college. That's, that's not his forte. It's all the other little stuff. So if he has done it in the past and the team was scoring the, he was the center forward when they scored, you know, the most goals in history or the second most goals in history for the team and he could do it. He had a bad year, bad year. Nobody's arguing that. I don't think he would argue against that. Right. But he was also injured for part of it. He was put out there for with lineups that weren't the greatest. He had all of those things. If you bring in somebody like Tyler Pasher who's already been bounced off of a couple MLS teams that weren't even good, I, I mean, I know you're bringing up guys that we know from the past. and like I liked Pash, but he's not made it. he's He's had some nice opportunities. He's had some nice play, But then he's got bounced off of Houston. And what he went, I forget where he went for like a week, and they let him go. Also, so I I'm think not, I think ahead. the
0: big problem that most people have with things that you know we're giving that are good about Kyrie and the reason for him to be here is that he does not raise us to the next level. He's not a player who's going to do that, and you know he fits with the way Sporting spends money and everything, but he's not going to take us to the next level.
1: Does the second? Right back raises to the next level. Does well, the, what I'm saying does is, the fifth is he's midfielder raise to the next level come
0: in? You know, say Alan blito you know, is tiring. He's not gonna come in and he's not making nine million dollars.
1: I mean, this, we're not talking, <laughs> we can't compare I'm talking about Alan a guy blito. coming in
0: late in the game and scoring a, a game winner because Plito was tired. That's what I'm talking about. Somebody, yeah, who's gonna he's bring probably not level.
1: going to do that,
0: right. He's, right? he's
1: if you have if he's on the bench, I mean, the we are, are we already, I mean, I'm Fairly confident if Polito's healthy, he and Willie are fighting for starting. Okay, or uh, both playing up top, which I'd like to see. Which would be interesting, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're, we're just assuming everything stays the normal. <laughs> You're gonna see Shallowy, Russell, um, you know Tommy, Kenda if he's healthy, Voltaire, uh the new guy who I can't say his name right now. Adoya. Uh, yeah, of course, know it's like, impossible
0: I'm for all those guys you just mentioned to be on the field. The way exactly. <laughs> so some of
1: those guys are going to be the second person. We're talking Kyrie yeah. being the third person at center forward, perhaps yeah. a second or third at wing. winger. Yeah. Right. Right. So he is depth. He's not meant to be starter. And if you have a guy who's like, when you say, Oh, is he going to be a game changer? The third string guy usually isn't a game changer unless they are, they're a prospect that has come up through the ranks and is now breaking out. That's not Kyrie. That's not Pasher. That's not Wilson. That's not Freeman.
0: But does LAFC have better third string guys who can be that guy more than Kyrie. I don't know, but they got better first and second string guys
1: (laughs) at least in some of those
2: positions. Yeah, I call Kyrie a second on the wing. So I think this situation is one is one of the only times. This situation, a player that you don't like, is one of the only times we wouldn't like having a coach that builds relationships with players, shows that he supports them. Uh and and you know it's worked in the past. And I think there is something cool about that. That's Peter's style. Uh, right. It's it's proven to work in in other ways. And yes, I but I do think this is obviously the one time that we would not like to have a coach doing that.
1: <laughs> and I think we'd all agree with would like a coach doing a three year plus one.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, Tim Melia is back. I as much as as we have loved him, I think that kind of surprised some people. Thad, were you surprised to see that? Actually, Thad, before you answer that, are you aware that we can only see the top half of your face?
1: Yeah, I don't care. Okay. Do you need to see
2: the rest of me? Well, I didn't know. I didn't know if this was like a boomer thing. Like you were just like, you didn't know how to work your camera. Wow.
1: (laughs) I do know this part of it. (laughs) Um, We got Thad going tonight. Yeah, man, I'm tired. I've had a long week already and I'm... (laughs) I've, I've had to be like really nice for like three days straight to people in the corporate world. And I'm, uh, I'm like in that tired mode that if you just get me in the right mood, I might just go off on you and we'll have to F-bomb a lot of stuff. <laughs> okay, Emilia. Am I surprised just a little bit because I thought he might want to go, you know, somewhere else, but I'm, I'm, I'm good with him coming back. I just wanted to be very clear that he's not just the starter. He's got to fight for it, which will help Pulse Camp. Yeah,
0: curious, and to see, curious
1: to see what his contract number is. Yeah. I know I, I saw somebody post, like, we brought back 26 players from a team that wasn't good. Well, that's not completely true because the, the new yeah. six is new. Tommy and Agata is new, even though they came in for the last third of the season, roughly. Uh, that's not the same team. And we also can potentially get Polito and Kinda back, and I always will caveat that until I see him on the field actually playing.
2: The team, right. the third that last third of the season was a good team, and they weren't. Yeah. It wasn't a bad team.
3: Wait, you know, can, can I say it? Can can I can I say the cliche about Kinda and Polito and Melia? Hit it. Them coming oh, back from injuries like just like a new signing.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Classic.
1: Okay, we could have done without that.
2: <laughs> it's a classic Kansas City thing to say there. I think we've used that one a lot.
3: Also- we've, oh, Peter has said it many times. Uh-huh. I like Melia coming back. You know, I think Pools Camp has a lot of potential. Right. Um, but he showed throughout the year that it's still potential. He had some real moments of brilliance, and he had some real moments of looking out of his depth and not ready. Um, And Tim's probably slowing down. I think his underlying numbers were not great. And I know um, people who are goalkeeper aficionados uh, think that he's slowing down, but he's still probably got something left in the tank. And maybe that's just mentoring Pools Camp. Um, Maybe he's got a really cool locker room playlist. Maybe he's better than Kyrie with that. I don't know. But I'm more okay with it than Kyrie on his three plus one.
1: I mean, Tim could play center forward
3: he would score as many goals as Kyrie. Okay,
1: just just on that, I'm going to predict Kyrie gets five goals next year.
3: In all comps or in, the ML, or in the MLS?
1: Are you going to argue with either one, man? You're going to say he's going to get zero, so you might as well just accept whatever I say.
3: <laughs> no, 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 because no, there's a difference in competition, and I don't want to concede when he's bagging goals against, like, you know, Sister Mary school for the blind FC in the Open Cup.
1: That will still provide value to the team.
2: Okay. Valid. Laid the hammer down there. He did. Uh, David, they are also negotiating with Roger and Zusi. And Andreu. And Andreu. I just, I and, to-
1: and Izzy. I, I mean, I thought I, I thought no. that was in there too.
2: Not uh, no. I just wanted to go to David because I know he would have a strong opinion on those negotiations.
3: Did you know that AARP membership start at twelve dollars a month?
2: okay how old how old are they at now let's just let's get that out there
3: all approximately my age
2: okay there we go that's the point (laughs) i was 34 35
3: yeah but the the idea i'm thinking about me running out there and it just seems awful
2: well yes and it should but that's very (laughs) different they're they're very different human beings than you are david
3: that's true amen that's true. So I'm actually in favor of negotiating with Zussi. I think that Zussi as a backup, you know, I do think of him as a good locker room guy. He knows what Vermees wants. If he's willing to and, and able to mentor Caden Pierre, I think there's a lot of value there. My fear with Zussi is that he will resign and Peter will run him out there every match until the wheels fall off. And you know Thad's mentioned this a million times that Vermees puts out the best eleven guys to win that game, and that's a concern because Vermees, the GM, and Vermees, the coach, need to think about player development because at some point Zusi won't be on the team anymore. Uh, so that's my fear with bringing Re- I don't know where Roger plays, you know, because Roger's not a starter; it shouldn't be starting above Kinda or Tommy or. Voltaire or Redoya. Reach the choir, man. So, where does, so where does, I think Roger gets squeezed out of the roster, but um, I'm in favor of bringing Zussi back on like a one plus one or maybe two guaranteed for a very small amount of money.
1: One, one.
2: Three, one, right? (laughs) Doesn't every team struggle to find either a right back or a left back? Isn't that just a universal thing? Isn't it, isn't it more left out back of, is the more,
1: hardest left back
2: it's more out of the norm if you have those positions locked down and you're you've got a young player for the future i it just seems like everyone every team outside of manchester city and the like most expensive teams in the world are, are dealing with that
1: they are that's it's hard to feel. i mean everything we say is every other team is looking at it too but, but they're looking at it maybe in a higher level they're <coughs> looking at that same question right i'm sure there's guys in on premier league teams like why are we bringing back, you know, Joe Schmuckatelli is our winger, you know, he sucked. He should never play. And Joe
2: Schmuckatelli has not made an appearance on this pod for a while now.
3: <laughs> well, it's because the Italians aren't going to the world cup. Right. <laughs> so we actually could uh, sign him.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And he'd, he'd be able to come Saint to Louis. the city and not do anything over the winter break.
3: Probably play for Saint Louis. Okay, so- St. Louis. Okay. So Uh, He
1: could cut pieces into squares.
2: (laughs) The roster moves have been announced. We know what the team is at at the moment. So, Thad, what do we need the most now? Has it changed from our previous pods?
1: We need clarity on on the defense right now. Do they – You know, Fontas – if they're negotiating with him, uh, I know I didn't mention Izzy, but I still think they might be talking to him, but they might be letting him get through the first uh, round of the uh, the draft. The
2: Oh, yeah. Reentry, re-entry draft. draft re-entry. Yeah.
1: And so I wouldn't say he's not going to be back, but I'd say he's it's probably a little bit less likely. And I know we talked about this about a million times, throughout already in the off season. I'm okay with one of those two being back. I probably didn't want both of them back. I know, like Robert would prefer Izzy. I'm actually okay with either one, but that then matters who you pair them with. So that that clarity of like who we get back if we get either of them back now means what are we finding to match up with them as the possible primary starters? And maybe Peter's looking at it as Ford and and uh, Robbie are going to be those that other center back, and we have to find more depth since we don't have Kave anymore.
3: Yeah,
0: we're always looking at this with one eye blind. We don't know what they've got lined up, who yeah. they've been negotiating with, and how those neg- negotiations are going. So,
1: yeah, I, I know I've like asked some of these questions before, and and been told wait a week until you hear something, and then you'll have more clarity. Uh, you know, and that that just meant that oh, you'll get it. I'm not saying this is the case, but I've in the past I've asked yeah. these questions and said been heard, just wait, you'll hear the next move, and then uh, these <laughs> this will be clearer then. And there right. might be things coming after the re-entry draft.
2: They anyway, tell you though. What's that? They should just tell you and tell you it's off the record.
0: <laughs> but two players were taken in the re-entry draft today. Ooh. Uh, nobody we're concerned with.
2: <laughs> good input. Doing <laughs> a good show here. Uh, but, what else? What else are we needing? Uh, are we set on the? We were talking about kind of a packed midfield uh and Kyrie is now probably winger depth as well but is there is there he could be a center back Oh my god! this is one of those this
1: is this is one of those it goes over way better in person
2: because I can just do a deadpan and you look at me like are you serious wait what well were you making that up or were you referencing the tweet that was tweeted at all of us because I saw that suggested in a tweet I didn't see that I don't think and it was I don't know maybe I did maybe not all of us Twitter. twitter
3: what was the tweet?
2: It was it was someone saying that maybe they're bringing him back to be a center back because, <laughs> he, because he's good in the air. <laughs> is he, though? Anyway. Oh, uh, is has, he, though? Is he? <laughs> <laughs> Vermees
0: has stated that he would like a uh, another more depth at center forward, center striker, or whatever you want to call it, striker. Uh, so maybe that's something we're going to be seeing soon, too.
2: Okay. Yeah.
1: I think there's at least two more signings coming. So,
2: um, there was an uh, the MLS Players Association poll <laughs> was released, Robert. Yes, yes, it was.
0: I just thought it was kind of humorous. Um, our old friend Dom DeWire, who uh, apparently is still with Atlanta United, believe it or not, guys. Um, locker room glue he was voted like number three best locker room guy in the league absolutely number number two as like funniest guy in the league or something like that so uh, good props for dom good for you dom has dom
2: grown has he matured since leaving here since getting dropped by some teams maybe he's maybe he's shown some personal growth here guys he's a parent he he is a parent (laughs) that changes people it does. Wow, it does. that is, I am, it blows my mind. Or were people voting for him like in jest? Or is it like, is it sarcasm? Like, oh, yeah, the best Well, oh, Okay. And that's what
0: I was going to say. You know, <laughs> parenting does kind of put a different
1: edge to your sarcasm. And we know Don was pretty good at that anyway. So he's also pretty good at throwing a snit and not talking to anybody because he hadn't scored for two games. I <laughs> wonder what
0: he's like when he doesn't play for two games.
2: Uh okay well we're we're gonna take a break and then we've got uh, we're gonna talk about the Apple TV announcement and then uh, some World Cup stuff so we'll be right back. All right. Apple TV announced their pricing for the 2023 season of MLS coverage, and it is expensive. David.
3: Ah, uh, kind of depends on.
2: David's a lawyer, so. If you're operating <laughs> on a different level than we
3: <laughs> I mean, not financially. I'm a public servant. If you already subscribe to Apple Plus, so if you want to watch Ted Lasso or the, the morning show or any of the other shows on there, uh, the MLS coverage will cost you an additional $12.99 a month or $80 a season. If you are not a subscriber to Apple Plus, it is $14.99 a month or $99 a season. Or... If you are a season ticket holder, there it is. It is free. It is included with your season tickets.
0: But David, That's if pretty... you have two season tickets, you only get one free. And I assume you can share that with that other person if they don't
2: live with you. But yeah. No, but Apple makes Apple makes it difficult sharing. Um do they? Yeah, because it's like if you, you can't just like sign into it on a phone because you're like signing into that person's life yeah. onto another device. So right kind of, i would
3: never ever share my passwords with anybody <laughs> however i do know it's possible for somebody to watch ted lasso from a different household yeah from my account
2: yeah i do that with my my sisters it's uh you can sign in on there's a like a Google uh uh the Apple Plus yeah you know, app.
1: there's Apple lawyers ready to
3: sue you now right yeah <laughs> the I'm app, not the one who did it
2: Apple Plus app on Google TV you can get and that's what I'm rocking right now so that works <laughs> and will that it'll all be in there like I would go to that app and watch it that's it'll work for me like that yeah all right I'll you know, we'll send it right so 79 bucks
1: again I always gotta like do a little bit of contrast here right um the best viewing for MLS used to be MLS live. That was before they went to all the ESPN plus and stuff. And you could basically see every game. Uh, and it was like $59 a month, I think. I mean, $50 yeah, I was a year. I trying to remember. I
0: was trying to remember. It was how some,
1: much it was. Yeah. Somewhere around $59 a year. But the aspects uh, of- I think the only blackouts were when it was national TV games. Right. Uh-huh. And you could go back and rewatch them. Um, and again, this was like five or six years ago. And so if you count that $59 where now there won't, there's, there still will be the potential for national team black or national game blackouts. Uh If so, if ESPN or Fox picks it up some games, which I don't care if they do since I can watch them through Apple plus, but it, it's like 59 to 89 or whatever difference. Now it's not that much extravagantly more. Plus you get the potential of the MLS next and, next mls next pro maybe some even mls next games and some other content that wasn't in those previous things
2: well i think, the more, Scott, I think playoffs. The, more, the more direct comparison is the is just like espn or or even paramount plus because that's where it came from on espn plus and it was cheaper and they had some of the best most exciting leagues in the world in addition to mls and Paramount Plus has a Champions League, and I pay five dollars for that. And they have a whole library of other things, some decent content. On it. you guys, watch anything on Paramount? Yeah, yeah. What do you watch? Give me one. What's the show with the two old people, and it was like space? <laughs> <laughs> what? What's the show you watch on there, David? On Paramount? Yeah.
3: They have the show about uh, the making of the Godfather.
2: Oh, that was a good one.
3: With Night, Night Sky.
2: Talent. Night Sky is the show that I'm thinking of. Sissy Spacek and J.K. Simmons. So good. Everybody watch it. I want to talk about it with people.
3: Okay. Well, free plug for Paramount. Uh, the the benefit of it over ESPN is that ESPN had blackouts. Right. So like you couldn't watch sporting on ESPN Plus from Kansas City. Well, that's also because it was free. Your way around it.
2: It's also because it was likely free on some other channel.
1: That that you already have. That you may or may not get.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: And if you were, if you cut the cable, you didn't get. Because if you didn't have ESPN at home, sometimes you couldn't watch ESPN games, et cetera, et cetera. So this will be more convenient in that regard. Uh, and you'll right. get, and you'll get Champions League. It's just Concacaf. They have, they ha- do you have Concacaf too. Well, no, just the uh, I don't know. No, they don't actually. I just had to get you, man. <laughs>
2: Uh, well I was excited for this or at least and maybe not excited I was intrigued by it because you know they do have such reach uh, to the normies that are not in the soccer world and I I've been curious as to how much effort you know now that they've paid for this this uh, this product that like how much they will put behind it towards advertising it and I was kind of excited for that you know I'm I'm interested to see if they release other content like you know like the f1 type show and things like that but then they put it behind a 99 or a 79 dollar paywall like are there going to be games available that the people yes. just scrolling through and, and find okay. there's
1: going to be games on free apple tv there's going to be free apple tv games there's going to be games on apple tv and then then probably like over half of them but will be on the subscription apple so the mls subscription so there will be free games and they'll be prevalent up there and just say oh you need to subscribe to this like i scroll through amazon prime now sometimes i'm like oh that that movie i can oh no i can't watch that damn (laughs) yeah so no
0: you're right cody if they put a lot into it and make it worth it and quality sure not a problem at all uh by the way kudos to farmhand uh for well, in a story that was really, you know, show the good sides and the bad sides of this deal. So well done. That's up on the bluetestinba.com.
3: We're all of us, but Cody, right? <laughs> Cody posts.
2: I read, I read through Farmhand's thing. Farmhand is good. He's been writing novels of comments on the, in the comments
1: Yeah, we need to write more
2: now. So <laughs> uh, yeah, appreciate that. Uh, should we move on to Qatar? In the world cup uh, as, as the days go by for a while, I was not getting as excited. I didn't necessarily have the fever, but as the days are inching closer here this week, I've been, I've been getting a little more excited, but as we do get closer as journalists arrive, we have already started seeing issues. Um, a An English journalist was uh, had a, his live shot stopped and had a, you know, they were threatened to break his camera. Uh, Grant wall, took the most innocent photo ever of something you would think they would want shown and he was told uh to kindly delete it sir and, and like that's the nicest way possible of putting it um so it's already starting and i just i don't imagine it will get better from here you know we've seen we've seen some fire fest looking uh hotels that the people are might be staying in they're having issues with. You know, the like drinking tents that they're setting up and, and, you know, asked to be moved farther away from stadiums for whatever reason. It just, oh, I, I'm just, I, I can't believe that the whole, you know, the whole point of this is to like showcase yourself to the world and you're not even gonna like pretend to like do all this stuff in secret. Like you're just openly gonna do. It. I just, I just was assuming they were going to bend. In some way, on some of this stuff, while they would put on a good face for the world, and it just doesn't appear they're going to do that. They're just showcasing their power, is what they want to do. It looks like,
3: dude. If this thing goes full fire festival, like that, got me excited. The fire festival. If <laughs> if I get to walk, watch a documentary in like two years about this World Cup, and I get to see like Christian Pulisic bitching about eating like a cheese sandwich on white bread, uh, I'm. I'm actually more interested in the World Cup now. And if at the closing ceremony, like if at the closing of the World Cup, like at the end of the final, um, that Argentina will not be in, by the way. Uh, but at the end of the final, when they're like scrolling, like they're putting up like who's produced it and this and that. If Ja Rule gets like a producer credit, like I will just do backflips throughout my house.
2: On that note, did you see that Argent- the Argentine and Uruguayan teams both brought with them like 2,000 pounds a piece of meat? What, was it a whale? That is madness. I love it so much.
1: Two thousand pound piece of meat. Was it a whale?
2: <laughs> I don't think it was one piece. Oh, okay. I think it might have been a bunch of a bunch of meat. Uh, and then another the other weird thing of teams traveling there was uh, was Poland, who was escorted by fighter jets. I guess it's not funny. It's almost sad about the situation our world is in, but it's a pretty crazy video. You got to go look at it. And I, I think it's I think it's a good style. I think we should. I think we should normalize it it's like taking back the power a little bit like yeah they had they might have had to do it because they felt like it but now they like set a trend and i think i think the u.s should have rolled up with like air force one next to it and a, and a whole brigade of the air force
1: like a dozen
2: f-35s does that does that not sound like it would start a world disaster i think i think we could get away with it i think it'll be fine
3: we have a massive military base there in qatar pretty
2: sure no shit, do we really? Yeah. Oh my gosh, I never would have. Qatar
1: got it. was the the um the home base before the counterattack into Iraq, so there's still a lot there. Interesting. Um, they had like a thousand U.S. service members at like a practice a day or two ago. Um, uh, but I mean, speaking of all that, like you said, like about moving beer tents, I'm seeing, like, I'm looking at a times report that they're actually saying, no, we don't want beer in the stadiums at all.
2: Right. Like, it yeah, it out, that at, these tents are like outside of the stadium. And then, and then I think they were even telling them once they finally got these things set up, they were telling them to move them further from the stadiums. Yeah. It, it's,
1: it sounds like they're like, trying to get them just completely away from it at all. Period. Wow. Yeah. Like, uh, it's. It's madness that it was given to them. It's madness that there
2: are teams here, like. And that's that's why they. That's what I mean. Like I said earlier, they're just showcasing their power now. At this point, they know that everyone knows that. They know that it's not going to get taken from them now. The games are going to get played there, and and I think that they're like kind of happy showing the the power and control that they have. I like thought I thought, you know, they would want to showcase themselves and you know in a good positive light. light and yeah like to you know maybe this is a place you can come travel and enjoy yourself but no yeah I, i'm uh, it's gonna be interesting to see how how it develops and if maybe some of these incidents were gung-ho security guards that you know were not acting in accordance or something but i'll be surprised if it just if it doesn't keep you know at least slightly yeah, they're, escalating
1: they're going like full china on like uh reporters um and then, again, I've been really busy the last two days, like, all-day shoots and stuff, but stories are popping up about fake fans, paid fans.
2: Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, like, right. That's, like,
1: all North Korea type of thing there. But
2: some of these teams have fake fans. Hey. Yeah. Weird times. Weird times. Um, the U.S. scrimmage today behind closed doors, and it looked like Weah was a striker. Uh, I, I asked this question like a couple weeks ago on who's a name that people might come away from this world cup that like people who aren't into soccer might, might kind of fall in love with. And I didn't mention Wea, but he's one that I've long thought that about. I think he, you know, if he gets some time on the field, I think he can, uh, he can make an impact. Well, let's
0: clarify that there has been
2: talks about Weya
0: playing center forward, especially, I think it was uh, Graham's interview with him. And uh Weya said, well, you better ask coach about that. He right. didn't want to own up to it.
2: So. Yeah. He, he, I think he could even have an impact if he comes off the bench. I, I do want to see him on the field though. I, I think he's a, he's, a, he's a, an exciting player and he knows how to like, you know, sort of get the ball in the box or he knows how to make that final pass better than I think a lot of other players on the roster. So, yeah, I mean, isn't
0: this the first time Burr
2: has had Wea? Reyna
0: Pulisic um, etc healthy and together
2: so he's got some decisions to make better find some wood to knock on right this very second <laughs> and, and anything else, throw some salt over your shoulder whatever you have to do
1: the, so they played a scrimmage I thought the bel- one against Belgium was canceled no
0: this was against a local Qatari team I guess so
1: ah yeah, I was, was kind of like didn't stuck in the middle of a
0: scrimmage. They okay. just said they're training with them.
2: So
1: I was stuck in the middle of a building with like really bad reception most of the last two days. So,
2: and this is not the migrant workers that they were scrimmaging with. <laughs> no, uh-uh. an actual well, team. okay. <laughs>
1: well, no, they, they can't scrimmage from the grave.
2: <laughs> oh, oh no. I hope you weren't nice. that to, to make it nice, a dad. Nice, but that, that you were cutting it at, at Cutter. I didn't laugh at it. I want the record to state I didn't laugh at that. Yeah, you did. I'm laughing at your hair is what I'm laughing at. Yeah, it's a sight. I don't care.
1: (laughs) Fuck you. All right, I'm
2: jealous, so, you know. (laughs) Uh, Okay, what else are we missing here from this week? Thad, how about the current? They made roster announcements as well, and, and SKC, too.
1: They did. You're right. You
2: threw it <laughs> he was not prepared for that at all. What's uh yeah. let, Just give us some like some basic highlights of their moves. Uh, let
1: me just make sure that I'm not lying here to you. CC Kaiser. Um, yeah, they signed CC Kaiser back. That's a very good move. They, uh, I know they waived uh, JC Johnson and uh, Sidney Schneider and. They did not uh, re-sign Taylor Leach, who was out of contract, which I think are all good moves. Uh, Cindy Schneider had no problem with if she came back or or left. I mean, she was a third keeper that I never saw enough of to know whether she was really good. J.C. Johnson, uh, uh, kind of a a journeyman player around NWSL, played for a few teams, actually from Lee Summit West High School. Uh, Good person, just was never going to make the team better. Um, so that was their, that was their moves.
2: What did our two St. Louis resident St. Louis potters think of the unveiling of their new stadium in a scrimmage against, uh, Leverkusen. Leverkusen. Yeah. I actually watched that
0: game today. Rewatched it, uh, on the replay. I mean, um, yeah, I mean, a guy I got here was watching a friendly St. Louis looked pretty average. Uh, of course it's not their full team but um yeah stadium looked good inside anyway on the outside so i think it's not much um yeah
1: blah well the, motor motor the jersey though
0: is good size i, I like the jersey myself but like, uh, so. you know is it pink
2: I don't, I don't get it what color is it
0: i think it appears somewhat pink it's because they want, it's just it's like on they on our like, computers and they, it's more red it's off the st louis flag colors so okay I so that to, it's not the same color as the flag it's not it the same color No, oh, it's yeah. not okay
1: no it's it's pinker Is i no mean I, I think it's wanting to allude to that but um Ooh, yeah I, it's, I, I like the actually i like the jersey but i just don't like the color <laughs> so there that's it here's what bothered me about the broadcast though
0: and i don't know if you can guys are like this they had commercials that said the MLS in it for the team I was like come on guys
2: well as a fan of the game I am happy that the people of St. Louis have a team of their own and a stadium of their own David don't give me that face I'm trying here we're as a fan of the game in this country we are all stewards of the game and any growth of the sport is good because we all want to win a world cup and a professional team in every city can inspire the youth of every city and help us get there faster. So don't give me that face. It's good for them. I hate the team. The Jersey is not as cool as everyone thinks it is. Um, but, but good, good for the city of St. Louis. It's been a very long, uh, difficult journey to finally get that stadium or that team and the stadium unveiled. So. Go go soccer in the U.S. and NYCSC has a new stadium coming, but not until yeah. 2027. Yeah, in Queens, that's a. I've asked my sister and brother-in-law who live there, and they they seem to think it should be a pretty a pretty decent spot.
3: It's supposed to go in pretty close to Citi Field. Yeah, right. and uh, which is good for them. There's a lot of infrastructure around there, obviously, so people can go see the Mets play. Um, I do think it's hilarious, though, because NYCFC is owned by the Yankees. um, And so they're not in the Bronx by a Yankee stadium. They'll be in Queens next to the Mets stadium. Right.
2: David, it took them, oh, my God, how many years has it been? It took them like seven years, six years to finally.
3: I think longer.
2: Is it really? My God, I'm getting old. It took them that long to finally find a, a, a square in the four boroughs that would be big enough to put a stadium in, so they couldn't get that picky. They had to just run with one. But they're still gonna have four years of playing here, playing there, playing there. <laughs> oh man, it is, what? well, wow, I guess I didn't, you said the year and I didn't even really notice it when you said it. Yeah, that's a long, very long time. Yes, it is. Hey, okay. Hopefully
1: it actually happens.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's true. I guess we, yeah, it's so far out, I wouldn't be surprised.
1: They could start digging and find Jimmy Hoffa and then it, the whole deal's done so
3: Jimmy Hoffa reference
2: okay <laughs> okay well thank you gentlemen and uh, I will talk to you next week this morning three goals all that rough skipper has just been Things got me drinking Give me a beer of whiskey, wine or gin Anything to shake, that's what I'm in My blood butting's got me